Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Family Court Watch Missouri. Our team believes the information in these stories is authentic to the best of our understanding. We acknowledge the stories may include the absence of some key information to protect the innocent and the guilty. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, so please speak to an attorney for legal advice. This is the last story of the week. Next time, we will share beneficial information to plan for the best possible outcome in the family court system. Sarah's words are few because she is adamant about protecting the safety of the innocent. Sarah is listing a few grievances, but they are huge issues that erode the foundation of a free and just court system. The current system does not give families a fair day in court to which they are entitled. It's a denial of constitutional rights, a blatant conflict of interest allowed by attorneys and judges in family court and probate court too. Best interests of the child is a complete farce. A more adequate phrase is the best interest of the court officials' bank accounts. The courts are robbing good law-abiding citizens and selling children to the highest bidder. And lastly, protective parents are spending thousands, tens of thousands, and sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees to attorneys who have already sold you and your kids down the river before you ever see the courthouse steps and before you have a day in front of a judge. Now we are on to Eva's insights after years of family court problems, which by the way, aren't over. Eva says, I think the biggest injustice that allows all this corruption to take place is the lack of transparency in the court system and the lack of accountability. Judges are allowed wide discretion to stray from statutes. Strain is the foundation for them to deviate from the norms of the marriage contract slash family foundation, which we all live by when we make these commitments. There is no accountability when the judges stray far from the statutes to create case law and rule based on personal political biases. Judges cover for each other and they rarely overturn rulings in higher courts if cases are appealed. The legislature is responsible for overseeing the judicial branch and has not impeached a judge in this state since the Civil War. Some concerned citizens anti-abuse advocates, and protective parents met with a state senator, but we were told we need to go back through all past cases and find every ruling we want to dispute. Then we need to hire a lawyer to research and prove why the ruling was unjust and not according to state statutes. Then present the findings to the state legislature. The legislature would then send notification to the judiciary that they can no longer use those case laws for ruling. This would be an endless process since it would need to happen every time a judge strays from state statutes. So it's safe to say that members of the bench feel pretty safe that they are above accountability for their actions. I think eliminating no-fault divorce would go a long way in putting accountability back into the system. Closed courtrooms are another issue, especially since COVID. 
The amount of ex parte communication in the judge's chambers without transparency is the first thing that needs to be addressed in eliminating the corruption. Cases are decided by the judge without them ever having to put their names on it. There should be no discussion of the case in private chambers. All cases should be discussed in the courtroom with a court reporter to document the course of conversation. In St. Charles County, all cases are discussed in private before they ever reach a trial date. If judges had to align their decisions with statutes instead of case laws, lawyers would have a clearer course slash direction in which to build cases for their clients. And there would be no need to prejudge cases behind closed doors. I think the majority of cases go awry because of the lack of accountability when judges aren't required to rule on the merits of a case as it relates to original statutes. It also breeds a culture of corruption all down the line in the judicial system. And because they all know there is no oversight, they have created a system that allows them to abuse the finances and rights of litigants. That's the end of Eva's ideas on how to make a dent in family court misconduct. Since none of us have the power to quickly eradicate corruption, bring justice to abuse survivors, and safety to innocent children, our next podcast series is going to focus on how to maneuver within the system. I'm sure we've all heard the slang word hack used in today's culture. A hack improvises with a clever way to effectively find a solution to a problem. A hack isn't necessarily the most professional or complete way to get through family court, but it's an alternative, which is better than current judges, lawyers, and guardians ad litem are offering. We will present to you family court hacks, learn new ways to maneuver for the best possible outcome next time on Family Court Watch Missouri podcast.